The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. everybody welcome back to the utah outcast it's wednesday so this is your second of our twice weekly progressive politics and current events episodes that we bring you each and every week well at least until we get to around 200 then i'm gonna stop doing that shit because i want to get some time back in my life anyway this is episode number 196 i probably already said that and i'm your host x and joining me again this episode we have felicia entwistle and kyle steenblick my steadfast co-host that i love very much I'd ask what they've been up to lately, but they're not here. It's once again being done in post-production, and you'll forgive me for that, because we bring you a goddamn good show every single week. Uh, as you might have noticed when you came into the episode, if you are listening to this anywhere but Patreon, uh, we now have pre-commercial and post-commercial for the show. You can't blame a guy for trying to make a couple of bucks off of something that he does for free, you know. Can't give us too much shit. Anyway we got some great stories for you coming up. We have one about uh, middle-aged ladies uh, putting ecstasy in their cheese. We have some GOP people that have no idea how the fuck science works. I mean, duh. We have Alex Jones saying that the left somehow uses MS-13 as contract killers. I, I don't understand this one. We've got the 21-year-old... Oh, sorry, he's 22-year-old pastor that hates video games. We, we talked about him a couple of weeks ago. And uh, if you stick around to the very end, we don't have a comments from trolls, but we do have a bit of a PSA from Felicia. And if she's one of your favorites, stick around to the end. Warning you, though, it's going to be a lot of her talking because it's a story that she wanted to relate to us. So if Felicia's not your deal, which why the fuck are you listening to this show? If that's the case, you might want to stop after the music. Just saying. It's great. It's Felicia-tastic. And we love her for the show. Anyway. Uh, let's go ahead and get into that first headline. But first, like we always do, I'm going to pass you off to a show that we really think you should be listening to. This is the Utah Outcasts, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Dan, Ryan, and Matt with the Godless Revolution podcast. We've had a lot of great guests on this show, such as Russell Glasser, Dan Errol, Brian Fields, David Silverman, Doug Mesner, a.k.a. Lucian Greaves, and Joey Kirkman, whom we love a lot. We've also had a lot of really cool local guests. And we're a podcast that likes to fight for the separation of church and state and against anti-skepticism of all kinds. You should give us a listen, because if you don't, you're going to be really sad. Make your ears happy. Listen to the Godless Revolution podcast. No crackers, Gromit. We've forgotten the crackers. If you're a middle-aged woman with a tremendous amount of disposable income, and this comes to us from Vice, I just want to let you guys I would hope so. I'm reading this from an article. Someday, someday I hope to be a middle-aged woman with a tremendous amount of uh, disposable income, but what's the... The the writer here says, it's so hard to be satisfied, you know? Like, how does one find fulfillment, especially in those empty hours between writing your Peloton and obsessively refreshing the new arrivals section on Eileen Fisher's website. Apparently the answer is drugs. The writer here says. 
And to be fair, the answer to that question is usually drugs, but instead of shaking a couple of their son's Adderalls out of their, uh, into their impeccably moisturized hands, a group of upper-class British women have started dosing themselves with MDMA. <laughs> but how they're delivering it is even better. They're wrapping it in cheese. All right. There's a new trend. Hang on. New trend called breeing. No. Fuck you. A fifty-year-old. This is a thing. A fifty-year-old self self-described businesswoman confessed to Metro that she started hosting MDMA parties in her London home. Evenings when her friends come over, they pop party drugs that they crammed into pieces pieces of brie. Apparently, this woman treats her friends like they're cavalier King Charles Spaniels who have to be tricked into taking their heartworm spills. <laughs> it's a brie? That's hilarious. No. And it, it says here, uh, she said that, We did not seem to have much of a laugh when we were then younger. There always seemed to be barriers up between us, she said. So one of our groups suggested we all take MDMA together so we could open up to each other and improve our friendships. I, yes, drugs. I'm kind of down for it. I'm like, I'm yeah, down sure, for it. I mean, if if you got the okay. money and the time, and you don't have to worry about your job, fuck it, <laughs> do whatever you want. Do that MDMA. Sure, yeah. a little bit. And so it says I here would the brie mushrooms though, and also earthy flavors with brie kind of go really well together. Mushrooms and brie. Yeah. I don't. I mean, that those could work. Keep, that could work. Yeah, could work. and I mean, it, people really hate the taste of mushrooms, but if you get like a really good like pungent brie, you could probably get past that taste real easy. And I'm just thinking about how best to serve the brie. I wouldn't just I wouldn't just put it on a platter. I would have to find a way to encase it somehow, or you know, wrap it in like a prosciutto or something. You know, find find a way to make it just to make that saltiness oh, work. Oh my the god! Just, mm. Yeah, I yeah, had a brie not long ago where he did the egg wash, breadcrumbs, egg wash, breadcrumbs, and then ah, pan fried brie. Yeah, that's Ooh. so good. Shut there the is a restaurant. Up. There is a restaurant here in Layton where we, we went there uh, when we went to uh, Roosters the other time. Yeah. There's a place right next door called mm -hmm. Corbin's Grill, and they oh, do yeah, a fried yeah. brie. <sighs> oh, and it's so goddamn good. Anyway, let's get back to the article. Uh, <laughs> the breeing, as they're calling it, worked and undoubtedly resulted in an evening in which they all took turns pressing their cheeks against the cool marble of their Eurocerin <laughs> dining table. <laughs> that sounds like a cool party. I'd go. It just says, nothing much happened for 40 minutes, and then the colors in the rug seemed to be more vivid. And before I know it, I was at an in-depth conversation about my fantasy sex life with an old friend. I love it! I love it! <laughs> there you go. Okay. Yes! I think good. great. Yeah, think good for you. Yeah, this good this for lady you, says that... Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Vice says here, this is what's where I got it from. Uh, we totally called this a couple of years ago, except we were all we were all about rolling hard on triple creme cheeses by themselves, you know, saying, <laughs> because it's like a drug. Uh, this was a year ago, and the woman says that she's become an accidental pioneer of sorts after being invited to breeding parties hosted by others. Oh, that's funny. It's such a middle class way to take drugs, she says, because she was worried that. <laughs> that's hilarious. It is a very already... middle class way to take drugs. I'm into sure. it. I'm into it. It's such a white person thing. It to is do. such a white person. <laughs> I'm into it. You, you're, you just told me fancy cheese and like bonding experiences over drugs with yeah, vivid yeah, colors. Yeah. I'm in. I'm there. Yeah. I would Actually, just, I would... I'm not that interested in MDMA, but still. No, not really. Yeah, I would worry what it would do to the cheese, though. Make yep. it bitter, too bitter. Yeah. Maybe. No, brie. Now, I mean, I mean brie is a really strong flavor, but 
Well, Bree doesn't. It can, but like MDMA it's, is it's, not. It's a entry level. Dose, you know? So you're no, like, yeah, and you don't have to like chew Bree, right? You can just like taste it. Yeah, and you go, yeah, and then like, you're not gonna. Yeah. You're not even gonna get to the MDMA. So the the Global Drugs Survey has a checklist of sorts for first-time MDMA users, and apparently these ladies are doing it right. They're doing it the right way. Oh, yeah? It says that it's crucial on your first time to do it with friends, to stay in a a safe place and familiar Mm -hmm. place, and to make sure you don't have any commitments the next day. Right. Yeah. This says here it's snarkily. So uh, unsubscribe from that 6.30 a.m. power endurance zone ride class that you had set up and just that's not necessary. Just have a good have night. Just have a good night and brunch in the morning. Yeah. But I, I do like how they close this article out. It says, just be safe, ladies, and take it slow. Maybe try some other cheeses. Brie can be hell to clean out of a gauzy linen tunic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you can't. There, some of the cheeses I like, I like the really hard cheeses. I couldn't yeah. imagine trying no, to stuff yeah. a pill into a hard no. cheese. Just, no. Like, you couldn't shove a pill into a manjago. You just, no, but you're, you work. get a good, uh, like, a good Munster or um, uh, a good, like, semi-soft wash rind. That's oh, going to yeah. cover your flavor. But, so the thing is that uh, semi-soft wash rinds actually don't have that strong of a flavor, but they have such a pungent smell that and, and smell and taste are so, you know, connected that you're basically going to lose any nasty flavors in there. Which is why a, I love this beverage. You know? pungent, yeah, pungency. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, let's see. Other cheeses that I would recommend uh, for stuffing drugs into. Um, Let's put some weed inside of some sharp cheddar. <laughs> I, you, you know what? Yeah, I think you can make that work. Um, yeah, you can do that. But you generally don't eat the weed. Like you do an extra. No, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah you yeah. do like a Although butter. There, there are know? some. There are some really good, um, like like herb infused breeze. That uh, could work. There are some beautiful l- herb infused uh, cheddars, but I don't know yeah. what your THC dosage would be like with that. Yeah. And, True. And and because you have to be so careful with your flavors, I don't know. Mm. Somebody's gonna do it. Somebody who's much better at cheese making than me, and they're I gonna had a try really, it. Sure. Really good apricot brie one time. Yeah, where it was oh, like yeah. covered in apricot. Oh, yeah, no, 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 it was no. So good. Oh, that's, that's briat. That's briat sauvignon. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, briat. Maybe oh, briat. Maybe we can get the maybe we can get the beehive people to make a to make <laughs> a, a a weed hive. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Could you imagine? <laughs> the second that weed is legal, they are doing that. Oh, Garrett's fucking to you. They're making weed hive. Could you imagine getting high while eating cheese? You just keep eating cheese and getting higher, and you're like, I'm still so fucking hungry. Like it's so <laughs> that's good. That's a vicious cycle. You know, that actually, that's, that's a that vicious sounds, cycle. That sounds like a good night right there. Yeah. Honestly, as we were talking about sharp cheddar yeah. and like weed butter, I was like. But just imagine making like some butter for the outside of a grilled cheese where you have a nice, you know, sharp inside of there. And oh. just like, oh, I better stop. I'm getting hungry. I had shit for dinner tonight. So <laughs> I feel like I would be bad at pairing like the psychedelic mushrooms with anything because to me, they just taste like communion wafers that take longer to chew. But to other people, it is a viciously disgusting taste to them. And so, like, for me, I'm just like, uh, I don't mushrooms? know, bland. Yeah, some people well, really have a hard time with the huh. flavor. That's That's got to be your, your typical American that's used to eating things that are sweet, literally uh, all the that time. That must be it, because I don't eat sweets that often. I'm like, it tastes like bland nothing. A little bitter. And I have really strong bitter receptors, but to some people, it's viciously disgusting. That's why people get it in candies. I'm like, I really oh, don't need 
candies. That's the same people that that think that IPAs are disgusting. You know, I uh, don't all, like all, IPAs. Though. I well, hate IPAs. I'm just saying they're the ones that are like, oh, ugh, this is so gross. It's too bitter. I'm like, well, it tastes sweet to me, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> really interesting. I don't know. I just don't like. Everybody's different. Like, I, I, yeah. I can't do um. Uh, what the fuck is it? Cilantro. Yeah. And apparently, I'm missing out a big chunk of my life for not liking it's cilantro. It's just that's so. a genetic thing. Like they know that's yeah. a genetic trait. And I fucking love cilantro. I'm like more, more cilantro. That makes everything better for me. I fucking <laughs> love it. I had a pizza completely fucking ruined by them shaking it on afterwards. I was just like, and I'm like, please take this back. You didn't say anything on the menu about cilantro. And they went back and they picked it all the pieces off and they brought it back out. And I'm like. I can still taste the soap, wow, guys. It's you like, are still getting soapy taste from that because my sister can have, like, uh, if there's cilantro and guacamole, like a light bit of cilantro, she's fine. Yeah. But uh, she can't handle it, like, on top of a taco. It's well, I, th- I think I have the unfortunate ability of being one of the super tasters where, like, like flavor palettes and shit just work really well with me. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Like, the, like you can you can catch hints and notes on cheeses and like yeah. a lot of the other fermented stuff out there, but there's can, a lot of people that are just like I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, uh, or chocolate. Like if you give me a Madagascar chocolate bar, I'll know it instantly, and that's because I hate it, but it's also a very distinct flavor. Yeah, that's yeah. like mostly most of the the super darks that I like, where I can just tell. Yeah, this is just burnt cocoa. This isn't yeah. actually like. <laughs> yes. When you know what good chocolate is versus just burnt cocoa. And mm-hmm. cocoa butter to fill in flavor, like oh my you can god! Tell I wish. Difference. I mean, even they're not the best candy out there, but you get somebody a Cadbury bar versus a Hershey bar, and it's like showing somebody the light of day for the first of t- for the first time. Where it's just <laughs> oh, <laughs> like okay, well, let's try this next one. We got a Ritter Sport. You know, uh, this is a yeah. very simple, but you know, Tony so much Caputo better. Tony sells these uh, gourmet chocolate confection hearts. That's a uh, deli slash like import shop in Salt Lake City yeah. for people wondering. Uh, very, they're they're very not just the yeah. heart, but they sell the heart ones for Valentine's. But they have like all these like tiny little confections and it costs like 12 bucks for six of them. And I'm telling you, they're worth it's it. worth it. Because one, you're not going to feel like you want to eat a ton of them because they are very rich because that's how a confection should be. It should be very rich. Mm-hmm. And two, they're so lovely. Like I don't even like candy. And I'm like, these are a special treat. I fucking love these. I got. Six but what of would you put in that chocolate, though? That's the they thing. They have like you know, you got your like fillings, like your cream fillings some, or your caramel. Some LSD. How about some LSD inside that? There, chocolate? There, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> we don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. So, logically, if she weighs the same as a duck, she's made of wood. And therefore... A witch! A witch! A witch! We shall use my larger scales. A Republican lawmaker, this comes to us from uh, sciencemag.org, uh, is trying to claim that, you know, the earth is not warming, the white cliffs of Dover are tumbling into the sea and causing the sea levels to rise, <laughs> global warming is helping grow at the Antarctic ice sheet. These are all some of the skeptical Wait, assertions what? echoed. Yeah. They're How? trying to say that... Hang on. 
Okay. Those are some of the assertions echoed by Republicans of the U.S. House Representatives Science, Space, and Technologies uh-huh. Committee recently. Uh-huh. Really? Of course. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. The lawmakers at times embraced research that questions mainstream cli- climate change science uh, during a hearing on how technology can be used to address global warming. Oh, come on. So hang on. Uh, Representative Dana Rohrabacher, you know, one of the few Republicans from California, said that he was bothered that establishment climate science had not been questioned more by the committee, which had accused really? federal climate scientists of fraudulently manipulating climate data and subpoenaed their records. Which ones? What are you here, talking? Here's what he says here. Here's his quote. I'm a little bit disturbed by number one over and over again. I hear, don't ever talk about whether mankind is the main cause of the temperature changing and the climate changing, he said. That's a little disturbing to hear constantly beating into our heads in a science committee meeting when basically we should all be open to different points of view. No, no, that's no, no, that's now, not. Now, let me... Now, let's get to the reason why that's not something that you should think of here, where you shouldn't be open to different points of views. Uh, LeVar Smith, I think is what his name is. Oh, hang on. No, I'm sorry. His name is Mo Brooks, represent a Republican from Alabama. Says the following. Every time you have a soil or rock or whatever it is that's deposited into the seas, that forces up the sea level to rise. Because now you have less space in those oceans because the bottom is moving up. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. he does not so, understand anything. No. He's trying to claim that rocks and erosion are causing the sea level yes, to Yes, I understand what he's claiming. Just... He's, he's, yeah, he's figured out the same thing that crows have figured out, that water displacement is a thing. Yeah, um, but it doesn't work on that scale. It, oh, he's also claiming that silt... Washing into the ocean from the world's major rivers, including the Mississippi and Amazon and the but Nile, he knows that the is Earth also contributing itself, right? Like, there's no, no, there's, he does. He of that's a foreign he concept to these guys. Yeah, like plate tectonics is a thing, and the Earth is constantly recycling its crust. Yeah. yeah. So no. no, you're gonna see zero net gain of rocks making the oceans rise. That's right. not a fucking thing. There, there is more rock under the Earth than uh, under the water already than there is on top. 70 fucking percent of our planet is blue water. Yeah. You, how? How on? There, there is not enough. There's not, <laughs> there's, there's not enough water to cover the entire continent. Like, the, there's, there's only so much rock. There's so, only so much rock. <laughs> Philip Duffy, president of the Woods Hole Research Center in Massachusetts and a former senior advisor to the U.S. Global Change Research Programming, fired back at this guy after he said that thing where he said, uh, let me see, where does it say here? He said, I, I'm pretty sure that on human timescales, those are minuscule effects when he's talking about the rocks and the silt and everything. Yeah. And Brooks came back and added that the Antarctic ice sheet is growing. No, it's not. No, it's not. That was true a few years ago, and science say that it does not disprove the theory of global warming because different factors affect the Arctic and Ar- Antarctic rates if of melting. If it right. over one year, that is not, that's not a, a trend. trend. Yeah. Yeah. And Duffy said, we have satellite records clearly documenting a shrinkage in the Antarctic ice sheet and an acceleration of that shrinkage, said Duffy. And then Brooks fires back. I'm sorry, but I don't know where you're getting your information, but I have the data and I, I have seen that it suggests. And then Duffy said the National Snow and Ice Data Center and the National Aeronautics and Space Administration <laughs> got, gave me this information. 
And of course, Brooks has to fire back. Well, I've got a NASA base in my district, and apparently they're telling you one thing and me a different thing. I no, can't NASA's be wrong. Not, I NASA can't be is wrong. Not telling you a different no, thing. No, it's not. You're and not understanding. NASA it. Saw, if NASA saw a slight increase one time, that's not a trend. These what guys the don't fuck? understand, you know, trend lines when you're looking at yeah, graphs. These are the same <laughs> assholes that are like snowball. Uh, not yes, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And he also continues. He said, "But there are plenty of studies that have co- that have come that show, with respect to Antarctica, that the total ice sheet, particularly that above land, is increasing, not decreasing." There's not. Now plenty. you could make you could make a different argument if you want to talk about Greenland or the Arctic. He said, "Nope." And earlier this year, according to this article, NASA researchers determined that Antarctica's ice sheet has accelerated its ice loss in the mm-hmm. last decade. Is, that, is, is he confusing the word accelerated with growing? Like, I don't know. He must be. It, it I could think, be. He, I think he's be. thinking accelerate means big. <laughs> more. Let's see, there's a, that means more. That seems probable. Now, back in the 70s, a, a Republican from Florida, Bill Posey, said that scientists said that in the 70s, that the Earth was cooling, a popular talking point of climate skeptics and the, the subject of a fake Time magazine cover that has since become a meme, it says here. Mm-hmm. Duffy corrected this guy and right. said that it was essentially an outlier position at the time. It was not ever scientists, popular. Scientists yeah. long ago determined that humans were the ones warming the planet. Yeah. yeah. Since the 70s, this has been known. Mm-hmm. There, was, there was a crackpot theory that got popular amongst the oh, general on. public, but not amongst this, the scientific uh, community. This yeah. Bill Posey tries to come back with more gotcha shit here, and he mm-hmm. says he asked about carb- how carbon dioxide could possibly be captured in permafrost in the periods before humans existed. Because it's existed since before humans existed. Yeah. He doesn't think that we. He doesn't think that we're we made carbon dioxide. There's a reason that we can respirate this stuff. There's a reason that plants respirate fucking CO two. He does. <laughs> he knows that we've seen what happens with massive climate shift caused by carbon dioxide emissions before, right? Before people, like we didn't see it with our eyes, but it's in the earth. No, no, of course he doesn't. Of course he like, does. Yeah, wait, I, is that it's the Cambrian event? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was because you see there wasn't microbes that ate that there wasn't decomposers originally, but there yeah. was trees. There were trees before there were Lots decomposers. Of, yeah. mm-hmm. So a bunch of trees fell and died, like trees do, mm-hmm. and yeah. there was nothing to decompose them. So they just kind of were wood there. And then yep. we had a bunch of volcanic activity mm-hmm. and those trees lit on fire in massive forests because there was nothing that ate them. And they em- emitted a ton of carbon dioxide and the climate mm-hmm. changed very rapidly. And nine out of all- 10 of all species living on the planet died off. Yeah. Mm. See, it doesn't have to be human caused, but this time it is because mm-hmm. we're burning a lot of shit that we don't need to be burning. We have other methods, but we're still burning shit. See, it's the burning part that's bad. How Now, the Posey guy comes back and he says, what do you say to people who theorize that the earth as it continues to warm is returning to its normal temperature? And that's the Duffy guy effect. was like. Look, if you want to characterize a, a temperature above today's temperature as normal, you're free to do that. But that doesn't mean it's a planet we want to live on. He's right. <laughs> See, that's, that's the, the naturalistic argument. The like, anti-science yeah. guy comes back. Bill Posey said, 
I don't want to get philo- philosophical. I'm just trying to stay on science here. Fuck you, man. You're Normal not even close. You're not Normal even close to it. Word. Duffy responded back and he said, I'm not getting philosophical. I'm getting extremely practical. I'm being extremely practical. If we let the planet warm two or three degrees, we will have tens of meters of sea level rise, mm-hmm. and the community oh. where I live will essentially cease to exist in Massachusetts, he said. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, it's not just about, you know, it's not just about water being added into the ocean. It's about the fucking density of the ocean changing. You mm-hmm. know, when it's things warm current. up, they get, yeah. they expand, you know. Mm-hmm. And well, yeah. And then there's also the massive extinction. Like, what, the, the, these guys, these are the same people who are like, I like to hunt. You like hunting? You like hunting things that are going to rely on steady plant growth? You like that? They're going to start hunting humans in the future. That's what it's Yeah, yeah. It's so dumb. He said, like, why the- are you fighting this? Why are you fighting? And the reason he's fighting this is because money. Yeah. Because capitalism. Right. And he responded, and he gets the last word here. He says, I don't think anybody disputes that the earth is getting warmer. I think what's not clear is the exact amount of who caused what. And getting to that, I think, is where we're trying to go with this committee. We can't possibly blame the fossil fuel industry. We can't possibly do anything to get rid of all the shit that's polluting. Yeah. It's, It's the earth returning back to the way it should be. It happens in cycles. Be like, you know, if you just change things around enough... What's the harm in doing this shit? Why not go to fucking renewable resources? Why not go to green energy Money. stuff? Yeah. Money. Oh, but we might, we might, we might make things better for no reason. Well, jobs. I'll. Oh yeah, jobs. Jobs, 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 jobs. It's like <laughs> not, it's like not that there isn't it's... jobs in renewables. Yeah, yeah, no, not... no, clearly but there's no jobs there at all. But we would have to publicly fund retraining efforts for people. And also provide salaries for jobs lost in fossil yep. fuels until people could be retrained because nobody wants to be on government assistance forever, despite right. what the Republicans tell you. Right. No, because right. you can't live that way. Nobody oh, wants can't. to live you that way. Well, nobody yeah. wants to rely on the government for their income. That's First of all, right. work is fulfilling for a lot of people. Like Doing labor is not the bad thing. Doing labor right. is not a bad thing. Now, here, here's something I'm going to pose to you guys. How many of you had a job where you didn't have a whole lot to do like you were you were still getting a paycheck you weren't doing a whole mm-hmm. lot of anything i hated it you're still getting a paycheck and you fucking hate that job every moment of it, i hate mm-hmm. it I, because you weren't working towards it. anything you weren't doing anything and people sometimes think oh well i'd love a job where all you had to do is sit there and not do anything it's torture yeah I, I mean like i was like it's like i could be doing my artwork right now like mm-hmm. there's so anything but this I could know? be doing <laughs> that would be mentally stimulating. I could be reading. Hell, yeah, I could just be cuddling my kitty cat. That's pretty great. That's better than doing nothing. Yeah, exactly. So why not just do something? And eh, we know it's because of money. And it, all these GOP guys are completely bought and paid for by the fossil fuel industry. Yeah. So great. Just th- let's just go ahead and welcome the fucking Armageddon coming with open arms. Let's <laughs> just if I didn't have kids, I would be. I'd be like Carrie Jackson and be like, yeah, I don't have kids. I'm going to fucking just use up as much as I can. <laughs> but no, unfortunately, I got kids. Damn it. Why did I do that to myself? I am actually concerned that I might need to have kids. Um, That's a topic for another video. Yeah. <laughs> did you know 
that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week. It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. The biggest benefit, I think, would be that you get both episodes that we record in one lump sum instead of having to wait for them to drop on Monday and on Wednesday. Look at it as an investment on your entertainment each month. We're much more than the cheap little pizza you might miss out on if you decided to become a patron. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash utahoutcasts for more information. 666 is double 33, and 33 is pi. Mathematics! Every day. Chemicals in the water. Gay. Frogs! See Hillary on CNN. That trash is a demon. When they call for the racial war. You people are Satanists. Scanning. You know, we can't do an episode of Utah Outcast and not have an Alex Jones clip. We and... did it before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think there's very few shows that have put out as many episodes as we have that have done the same format. And so I'm glad to count ourselves amongst them. Sure. We're a lot less polished, though. <laughs> that's that's the charm of the show, people. It's that's how we do thing. this thing. Yeah. 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 We're not trying to be. No, but you know what? You don't need to fucking know about us. We're not trying to be Infowars with Alex Jones. No, we're not. <laughs> no. Uh, it'd be funny if there was like a left wing watch and we were prominently displayed there every week. That'd oh be my great. God, that'd be wonderful. I would love that. <laughs> Except we'd get all sorts of death threats, I'm sure. Yeah. Because the right wing can't suck. handle their shit, you know? Those do suck. I, we've had the one that I know of. We've had more than one. We've we had, had more than one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're scary. I don't like them. Yeah, I mean, besides the whole kill yourself thing. I'm like, yeah, that's not very Also, funny. the uh, openly advocating for violence against me was pretty awful. That was yeah, yeah. That, that was not good. Hey, left, be better when you're talking to these people. Don't try to no fucking stoop to their level on this shit. Look, so. I don't even care if they're Nazis. Look, don't be nice to Nazis. Be and, and I'm not even talking about punching Nazis. Like at this point, just don't wish them death. Death you know? threats. Death threats get us n- nowhere. Death uh, is pretty fucking final. You know. Yeah. Uh, and and should we? I'm not. I don't know. I'm opposed to the death penalty 100 <laughs> of the time. So yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's let Alex talk about. It. So it's funny that you're talking about. We're talking about killing and death and everything. Well, you'll hear it anyway. So let's hear Alex's take on this little current bit of news. So think about that. Nancy Pelosi is in essence saying, don't call this guy an animal or a monster. Because she's saying about MS-13 thousands of times worse conservatively than this killer. In the aggregate, she's saying, don't talk bad about them. And they're all acting sad because the Democratic Party uses MS-13 to kill people. What? What? (laughs) Yeah, that's the reason this clip got it it on this week is that. Yeah, the the Democrats are using okay. a Mexican 
street all, gang slash drug pushing gang to kill people. First of all, I have a bit of issues with his words there because he's mm-hmm. switched, is he talking like Seth Rich? Is he th- is he trying he's, to he's circle around to Seth between, Rich? Because he mentioned Nancy Pelosi, so then he he mentioned singular individuals, and then he mentioned multiple individuals, like yeah. all in a singular sentence. Actually, can we just replay that bit? Which bit? The it's just the part you just played. Uh, I have to. Okay, go it doesn't matter. Hang on a sec. So hang on. He is in essence saying, don't call this guy an animal or a monster. Because she's saying about MS-13 thousands of times worse conservatively than this killer. In the aggregate, she's saying, don't talk bad about them, and they're all acting sad. Because the Democratic Party uses MS-13 to kill people. Okay, so he switches between referring to MS-13 as a singular this and a, uh-huh. and a, and a multiple them. Okay. I understand what he's doing linguistically now. It it broke me for a second because at first it sounded like he was referring to a singular person. Um, this, well, and I think this, maybe and then since this, this did come out on Friday, I wonder if it could be perhaps that he's talking about. I'm wondering about the context where this came from. It could be that he was that he was talking about the shooter that was in Texas. Oh, you know where MS13 does more harm than this guy does thousands of times yeah, over because yeah. you know that's what happens when you it have also, a collective thing yeah. versus a yeah, singular domestic violence so yeah. what's your fucking and heart disease and you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah what's your fucking point um this see needless death that didn't need to happen and then yeah, anyway yeah but I, we, we let's get back to the point where he's talking about how the Democrats are using the Mexican street gang to sure, kill Sure, yeah. Of course, <laughs> of course, of wow, course. dude. <laughs> Please explain that point because I am a I'm a Democrat. I mean, I didn't realize I we had we didn't have loyalty, a... but yeah, I didn't know we I didn't know we had our <laughs> own our own gang of enforcers. Do we? Do all Democrats have access to this? I'm not That's that like I want to use them. I just want to know. It's like finding out your work has a concierge service that you get for free, and you're like, "Fuck! How have I never used this before?" You know? Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't want MS13 to kill anyone, but like, maybe I just like they, having the option of knowing that it's a thing. Like, okay, if they can like come with like. Be subtle it's like the take a penny, leave a penny. I don't need to take the penny or leave the penny because I pay with card, but it's nice to know the options there if I'm ever sure. I'm just saying, you know? <laughs> if I can, if, if MS-13 is just working for Democrats, just all of us, I have some dates that are pretty fucking scary sometimes, and I don't want them just to be like nondescript in the background. I don't want them to kill anyone, but just like in case it gets weird, I want them to get my jacket for me. No, it sounds like you need Sister Margaret's in that case. That's... Sorry, Deadpool reference. <laughs> Going back to Alex Jones here. Here we go. I have confirmed this with our law enforcement and army sources. I've confirmed it with CIA sources that the Democratic Party uses MS-13 nationwide from Chicago to Dallas, Texas, from Austin, Texas to L.A. So, like, in and there's like a little L? slice oh, of something. Okay. Where- Funny. <laughs> Um, no, what? hang on. Let me let me get one thing off my chest real quick here. Uh-huh. He's confirmed it with all of these sources. I think that means he confirmed with the sources in his head. And also on top of that, he's talking about how the CIA has confirmed that this is happening nationwide. I think he's lying. CIA is specifically outward facing. You fucking simpleton. The the (laughs) CIA is not allowed to do shit in America. That's the reason the CIA exists. Mm -hmm. I think he's lying. I think oh, he's lying. Oh, no. What gave you that idea? Lying. Yeah, no, I think he's being dishonest on purpose. Because there's... Okay, and by the way, army sources, army sources, um, 
he doesn't. I've worked with enough grunts. Grunts, grunts aren't the exact name for that, but fucking matter. You talk to a sergeant who believes that chemtrails are a thing. Like, yeah, he's allowed yeah. to believe that kind of thing. He's allowed to do that as yeah. long as he still does his fucking duty when it comes to time yeah. for the officer he's to tell him what to do. Right. While right. wearing uniform. That's right. it. Right. And the <laughs> army wouldn't know shit about this, about that either. Because the army doesn't operate. You want to talk about a big ass gang? Yes, they do, Kyle. The, the military. Well, <laughs> not 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 in Reserves not in that way. Guard. Well, technically, the reserves aren't supposed to operate domestically. They do, but mostly the National Guard does do domestic right. stuff. Right. And um, that no, I'm sorry. I've worked around <laughs> enough. I've worked around. My whole life has been around this shit, so it's like. No. Like, My old man almost became a fucking white supremacist because of, you know, shit that he was listening to on right wing radio and paying attention to in books and stuff like that. Guess what? He was still able to do his job as a sergeant very fucking well. You yeah. Know? Because it didn't stop him from being able to fucking calibrate tools and shit. It had nothing to do that right. impacted his job. Oh, know? but right. it might have it might have impacted persons of color getting promotions and shit. Well, yeah, I mean, but we were stationed in Idaho at the time, so there's very few of those. I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a military installation. There's always people of color say, there, so I'm just not, joking. That's not how I'm army works, but okay. No. But, okay, first of all, even if he had army sources, army right. is not... Like, what do they think that every grunt has access to top secret? I had top secret Every clearance. Every soldier <laughs> happens to have the same information as other I, somebody no, people do. But, but the I, army... But the army wouldn't have anything to do. They wouldn't have anything to do with keeping tabs on a gang. Yeah. No. (laughs) Don't touch it. They have nothing to do with that. I had secret clearance. I had secret clearance. I'm telling you right now, MS-13 came up zero times. Zero percent of the time of anything. I came up so little we can count it in the negative percentage. Like Like negative 0.0. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 0.1. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's hear what else he's going to say. They use them as their secret army and they know Trump's got a war going against MS-13 and has wiped thousands of them out, arrested oh, thousands really? more. Um please show me the fucking yeah, killing fields. Cool. I mean, please. Numbers. We do have numbers of ICE and people they've arrested and they have arrested 44,000 immigrants without criminal records and deported them since the beginning of the Trump presidency. That is up Double since the mm-hmm. Obama era. Um, you heard me right. Fucking double. Mm-hmm. Yep. People without criminal records who are just here illegally, which by the way is not a crime. Like misdemeanor. Yeah. That's actually not a crime. Yeah. That is actually civil litigation. Mm-hmm. So they don't actually get a lawyer. Yeah, it's a it's a civil it's a civil offense. You it's get a, a civil ticket. offense. Yeah. It is hmm. not a crime. People don't understand what crimes are, apparently, because there's a white right. woman cop calling the cops on black people using a charcoal grill in the designated grilling area. We're and so she's right that it, <laughs> you, they weren't supposed to have charcoal grill. That was not a crime. It's no. not a crime. Mm-hmm. Um, crimes are very different than civil litigation. Yeah. And civil being here, yeah, civil offenses, being here illegally is a civil offense, not a criminal Let's... offense. I'm going to let Alex finish up here because he's almost oh, okay. done. Here we go. Because what else isn't in the news when MS-13 fights back? They're getting smoked by the U.S. military 
all over this country right now, and this Democrat dirtbag's pissed. Her meth-dealing army is in the crosshairs, you dirty, old, evil, globalist whore selling this country out. Wow, got some sexism in there, too. Nicely done. He really done, doesn't Alan. like Nancy. Yeah, he really doesn't, really doesn't like Nancy. I mean, I don't personally find her savory on a lot of the stuff that she's done in the past, but at the same time, I'm, that's personal politics, you know? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. minutia. Which we should debate. We should debate the minutia amongst sure. ourselves. Absolutely, we should be doing that. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to jump on the fucking whole... I'm not gonna. I'm not going to jump on fucking YouTube and call like a an elected official like her a whore <laughs> like yeah. how about you attack her for her positions instead of just fucking you know attacking her for globalist? yeah since really? when is that why did globalist even come up in this conversation we're talking about it's, it's, his, favorite, it's his favorite buzzword Jones. it's his favorite thing because <laughs> that to him is it's not the dog whistle we hear it as yeah, it's, it's, it's a do- yeah it's Every, everybody else besides Alex Jones, when you hear the word globalist, you're thinking the Jews run the banking world kind of thing. And it's just like, yeah, I don't think Alex is at that point anymore. He's used that so much. It just means secret cabal society, like the, the stone cutters from mm-hmm. fucking the Simpsons, I'm you know, sorry, but that logic fails in the fact that the Republicans have the House Senate and the presidency right now. Mm-hmm. Swear to fucking God, fuck, go fucking vote. There's more of us than <laughs> Your apathy is fucking killing me. Just Midterms vote. are act, are yeah. honestly the most fucking important election we will ever have for like the next hundred years. Just go mm-hmm. fucking vote. <laughs> In November, just do the thing. Straight Democrat ticket. Don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Just straight Democrat <laughs> at this point. Because that's the reality we're in. I'm we're sorry. fighting this. We're fighting this. We're fighting this yeah. bullshit. This guy, the, the president listens to Alex Jones, you guys. He's been on his show <laughs> since he got elected. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, just... <laughs> and they get hmm. press credentials. So, yeah, yay. That's, that's just, that makes me so happy for all and, of the journalistic shit I've done in the past. <laughs> you're saying that Democrats can use MS-13 as their personal army? Yeah. That's absurd on it. Like, there's no fucking way and we're the extremists you guys we're the extremists. yeah we're we're the nuts we're not well, yeah we're crazy. and we're also just as bad like that's okay i i don't mind still i'm going to continue to push for the healthcare system that will make it so you don't go broke when you get sick and i'm going to continue pushing for the, the educational system that'll make it so your kids can have a fucking education without going yeah. broke you know the idealist in felicia wants a post-monetary society the pragmatist in Felicia says capitalism isn't going anywhere anytime soon. So I want universal based income and I want universal health care and I want a damn well funded education system. Yeah, funded. the only way you're going to get rid of capitalism in the world right now is massive catastrophe. How it would have to occur where every That's market is fucking destroyed. I'm not digging. I'm not digging massive catastrophe. but i'm saying that's the only thing that we can have to wean us off of that kind of system but you know what that that's why that's why in star in star trek the reason that they are they are able to move past capitalism is because there were giant fucking wars that drove people out of the fucking big cities and into you know going back into discovery and learning science and shit like that Mm mm-hmm Oh, and so uh, when they yeah, finally, when the Vulcans discovered- finally showed up after first contact, everybody's like, "Oh, well, I guess we have a a thing that we you can unite towards now as a people instead of just fighting each other." 
So I'm sorry. So I'm alien attack 2018. <laughs> I'd prefer yeah. friendly aliens, but you know, I don't. I, I, I'm not averse to uh, Ozymandias, you know, teleporting a fucking giant squid monster into downtown New York City, having a psychic attack that kills a bunch of people. You know, I, if it brought the world together, I'd be okay with it. Sorry, that's oh, that's the that Watchmen took, plot there, people. Took, that took nope. a second. Nope. Yeah, it took there. a second. <laughs> I'm it's not... for the greater good. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying that that you'd still have Alex Jones playing the Rorschach character. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know that Alex Jones could do that. He can't do. No, come on. Now. Rorschach is crazy, but he's smart. Uh, well. I mean, <sighs> Alex Jones. He is incapable of intelligence at this point. I'm sorry. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying that he was inherently lacking intelligence because I don't think that's the case, but I think that he's so far gone at this point that thinking skills are dead. Yeah, it's, it's entertainment that took a wrong turn. Is yeah. what what Alex yeah. Jones is. He is he is Art Bell if he had a political party. You know? <laughs> if Art Bell believed the stuff that he yeah. talked about. Oh my God, what a great show that was. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's enough of you, Alex Jones. We're we're gonna put you back into the hole for another week, and we'll we'll pull you out just to get a little bit of air next week. Back in your hole. <laughs> Break out the gimp. He's more the gimp sleeping. Than us. <laughs> this is craziness. Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. I am the glob glow gab gab The shrubble double wobble gabble flip blah blah blah. I'm full of swiggle glibber kind. I am the yeast of thoughts and mine. Oh, <laughs> mm, splendid, simply delicious. Oh, <laughs> I am the glob glow gab galab. The schwabble double wobble double flipper blah blah blah. I'm full of swiggle glibber kind. I am the yeast of thoughts and mine. Schwabble double glibber glab a swiggle trap glab. Dibble double swiggle shabble glibber glab swap. Schwabble double glibber glab a swiggle trap glab. Dibble double swiggle shabble glibber swap glab. Ah. Oh, it's our good. Buddy Matt Powell once again oh. coming at us with his 22 year old ways of wisdom, and he's going to teach us a, about, you know, atheist losers. He, he's oh, going to tell us God. what we are. He's going to tell us who we are. And if you're not, if you haven't figured out who this guy is yet, he's like the new hot shit when it comes to easy as fuck to bash on people on the internet because this is the same guy that thought the four gospels all spoke in unison about everything, and it's like, no, you're so He's very wrong read it. there. He's never yeah. read it, apparently. Clearly. No. And this is more of his terrible camera setup. At least he's got a media presence on YouTube. I mean, it's more more than I can say about a lot of folks. He he at least knows how the fucking, how, like, new media works, which is kind of funny, because just wait till you hear from this guy. Here we go. It's amazing. I, I don't like to get on the subject of evolution with atheists, because they just freak out. They're like, oh my, I can't believe you don't believe in evolution. Why would I? It's stupid. <laughs> no, it's incredibly nuanced and detailed and absolutely fantastic. You want to talk uh, to me you... about evolution? Yeah. I will geek out all fucking day. Sure. But <laughs> I mean, I hey, you're, guy... you're welcome to think it's stupid. Um, evolution doesn't care that you think it's stupid. 
That's yeah. the thing about evolution. That medicine's <laughs> still going to work it on you. you know? It doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still a thing. This isn't, this isn't like the person who's, this isn't equivalent to the person who thinks chemtrails yeah. is a thing. Like, yeah. this is levels of nuance and mm-hmm. flaws, such horrific flaws. Like, yeah. our oh, evolution can fuck up so badly that, yeah. like, your genetics kill you. Mm-hmm. Like, evolution is such an imperfect system. It's, that's what's amazing about it, yeah. is that it's a, an imperfect system. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. just it, long it, enough for most of you to reproduce. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's all yeah, that matters. It, it's, it's like, it's like, <laughs> oh, but according to this guy, it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, thinking Lego is stupid. You know what? He's right. Evolution I think Lego's stupid. stupid, but they're still there. <laughs> and yeah, well, I think American fucking... cheese is stupid, and it's fucking but it's still there. So... Still yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, what else? Rest and files is fucking stupid, <laughs> but it still fucking exists. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you have to actually defy science. Oh, it's scientific. Well, what about this? Oh, I never thought of that. What? Oh, what? Never really even crossed my mind because we live in a school where it's just fill in the blank, fill in the blank, fill in the blank. You guys what? fill in the blank with what? God every fucking time. Oh, well, we don't have this. With this. God. No, 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 because there's no, he's not. He's, like, he's doing a terrible job yeah, as a he's preacher. Like playing so. the pronoun game with, with fill concepts. Fill in the blank. It's just because our school system is just fill in the blank. First of all, I killed an essay test, and that's exactly the opposite of fill in the fucking blank. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck are you even talking about? Are you talking about people who hated the test question where it's like such and such blank and such and such blank fill in the blank? Like, yeah, nobody likes tests. Exactly. They're not <laughs> taught to, to logic. They're not taught to reason. Hey. I thank God I was in a home uh, where I at least got taught how to logic. Okay, don't. I need to say. He got taught how to logic. How to logic. That's uh-huh. not a thing. You don't. Logic is the verb, honey. <laughs> it's a concept. It's a noun. Right. <laughs> I was brought up in a Christian household, so I know how to logic. I know how to logic. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. Sure. No, <laughs> apparently you don't. Because you don't even know yeah. how to English. <laughs> <laughs> no. and, and you know what all these atheists have in common? Oh. You know, all of, they've been attacking us online. They put out a, a little two-hour documentary trying to expose the one pastor and I put out, and Brother Brandon. Put out a two-hour documentary. You know what all these atheists have in common? Video games. He could have went with okay, booze, you know, sex. I do play video. I think everyone on I this podcast is video games. <laughs> yes. So he's got us there, you guys. Fuck. He's got us. <laughs> all right, oh, we're shutting down the ooh, show. Ooh, we're done. Ooh, ooh, thumb. Oh shit! <laughs> shit. That's uh, what we all have in common: ooh, thumbs. Thumb. Everyone <laughs> on the show has booze in common, not boobs. Uh, Booze. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Eyeballs. Uh, mm-hmm. We've tried at pretty things. <gasps> oh. oh. Um, hair. We have hair, hair. in common. Yeah. There's, there's hair. There's hair. <laughs> uh, specifically, pubic hair. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Speak for yourself, lady. We all have computers. Oh, we all have access to the internet. Wait. Uh-huh. Fuck. <laughs> um, we have, we have... have lines on your windows. <laughs> some, some, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> not all. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. some of my, not, not all mine have blinds either. But like, yeah, yeah. ooh, books. Yeah. We read books. We read books. We have books. books. <laughs> we, we have books. Oh, cheese. There you go. That. Oh shit. Uh,
That's what it is. That's what it is. Jeez. So many things he could have went with besides video games, video though. Games. Really? Like, <laughs> a lot of people play video games, man. But this, I know, know this asshole has played a video game. A video game, right? <laughs> oh, but what's he going to say about video games? Okay, please. Oh, let's, please, let's, please, let's please. let him talk. Yeah. They all play video games. And, and Harry Potter, you get on their channel, they're in fantasy land. That's all they ever do. I mean, they can't think for themselves. They sit back and they drink Coke all day and sit behind the video game system and then wonder why, oh, you're, oh, you're crazy, Brother Powell, for believing in a creator. Oh, you're insane. No, you're crazy. And you need to get off the video game system and somebody needs to preach to them the gospel of Jesus Christ and so that it can be saved. Okay, I drink you? Pepsi. I'm sorry. I don't drink what? soda. <laughs> what? <laughs> Apparently, we all play video games and drink soda. I do not, sir. I sent that remark. This is like this is like like old man yells at cloud territory. Yeah, the shit, honey, you're really upset about something that you don't need to be upset about. Um, I don't think video games are real. I'm I'm sorry that I enjoy one more book than you do. You think your book is real? I don't think this book, which is. The Obelisk Gate by N.K. Jemison. Please read the fifth season first, but this is very See, excellent. This is book. not. A, this is not a paid. Uh, no, 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 I just really endorsement. Love it. I don't. I know. Paid. I'm just making the joke because we did it last week too. If she just talked to me for like two minutes, I would be really excited because she's very smart. You guys, she's a, she was a psychologist before she was a fantasy writer. Um, God damn it! Back to this guy. Anyway, <laughs> this book, which is a pretty big book, um, isn't describing real events it's definitely metaphorical it's like she definitely is but it's not real the book <laughs> exists but the things it says in it don't um origins aren't a thing <laughs> yeah so yeah so mr powell honestly you're gonna drag on us for video games and harry potter and saying that we live in a fantasy world no, no, yeah, no, no. That's, I'm sorry. When I'm you're sorry. convinced that there is a a father figure that exists beyond all space and time that mm -hmm. cares for you, but yet still lets bad shit happen to you because you your faith book. needs to be tested. Yeah, what a book, dude! You're like somebody needs to preach them my fantasy, my thing that is clearly not provable, that is clearly it's not obviously metaphorical to many biblical scholars you know so turn like, of turn of the epoch you know it's not even middle eastern fantasy shit it's just, not, it's even not my forte it's just uh, ancient the in the ancient world the storytelling was not the same way we think of things no, now no, yeah it was all it, uh, it was matter. all allegorical yeah yeah but it was it didn't matter if it was true or not that wasn't the point the point was the moral at the end of the story yeah. <laughs> like it, it, it didn't matter if it was real hell there's actually an ancient historian who said even if this is isn't real you should believe it anyway like he says that in the beginning mm -hmm. of his book it's on uh, hardcore history you should go listen to that um <laughs> but it's <laughs> like the, the ancient world didn't function in truth and fiction the way we do and the reason that they didn't is because they didn't have the faculties to evaluate reality versus mm -hmm. nor did they have the time to enjoy that kind of yeah. stuff too? So well, they actually had a lot of time to enjoy storytelling because winter was <laughs> shit. Um, yeah, 
Like all no, I, I mean they like, didn't have they didn't have the latter years of their their life as, yeah. after a retirement oh, to sit yeah. back and fucking enjoy the spectacle and make stories and and play video games. My my retirement is going as long as I still don't have arthritis and my thumbs fucking work. Oh, I'm gonna have a lot of fun when I retire. Jesus Christ, man! There's fucking ibuprofen. (laughs) Anti-inflammatories work real well for arthritis. (laughs) So I mean, it's just just, it's it's. I'm gonna have time to read the books that I want to read. Really well. (laughs) You're gonna retire. You're just gonna smoke some weed. You're gonna be able to play all the video games. Read all the books. Smoke some weed and play Super Mario World for like the thirty-four thousandth time that I've ever played in my life. You know, that's real. That's the thing is that. Although I don't think there's a donut island where you actually meet Yoshi's and stuff. No, no, it's, I don't it's, think that's real. That you're taking your book that was <laughs> never intended to be literal. It was net because they didn't have the concept of literal and fictional that we work in today. Mm-hmm. It was never intended to be conceived of in those ways that ridiculous things could be said and you could be like, sure, that's not the point. Um, <laughs> And you believe it is literal, and His then we sucks. then we take things that are never intended to be literal, although we may gain understanding, um, and maybe flawed understanding, or it may be accurate understanding. We might interpret things certain ways, but these are definitely fictionalized things that yep. we don't assign literal reality to. And you're saying they're the same fucking thing, or no, they're, they're, <laughs> those are the bad thing, and your thing is the true thing. That's not how things work. None of that is real. <laughs> and you're preaching to people. You're preaching to so many people right now who are playing video games. Just mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. I'm not. I don't think I'm actually <laughs> moving tiles when I'm playing words with friends. Got it? <laughs> well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band parts anyway I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself down through the generations westward the wagons across the sands of time until we oh look at me I'm rambling again well I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves catch you later on down the trail Okay, well, that's it for this week's shows, everybody, but don't fret. We'll be back on Friday with a recently declassified episode of our secret patron show for you to enjoy. If you're a patron, you've obviously heard it already, but for those who haven't, uh, you'll get to hear what you've been missing for the last six months. But like always, let's get to listing the patrons who have been so generous to share their income with us. We have Luis Cruz, Alan Firth, Michael Stevens, Not a Russian Spy, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Jeff Linville, Mike Bowman, Darcy Bowman, Rosabelle Howden, Jason Poloni, Jeff Peterson, Satan's Little Monkey, Lord Caitiff, The Problematic Podcast, Patrick Neary, Corey Johnston, host of the Brainstorm Podcast and the Hardcore Skeptic, Stephen Andrus, Angelica Pearson, Janet Uter, Desire Lynn Ward, Kimberly Kellogg, Rob Otto, Mike Yoakum, Finno3000, Mr. Mahoney, Cindy Spear, Scott John Harrison, Nathaniel Cabalona, Andrew Medina, George Green, Stacey Startzel. Really, honestly, folks, I love reading your names every week because that reminds me of who makes this show go. For the people out there that are getting it for free, no problem with you listening to it. But these people stepped up and they've made this show what it is today. And we really do appreciate them for that. Uh, Anyway, before we wrap this up, I need to remind everybody that it's okay if you don't have the ability to share your love with the show via Patreon. But there are multiple methods which you can use to show your support. 
Find us on YouTube and subscribe there. Leave us a review on whatever service you catch us on, or just shoot us an email or a text. This show would be complete garbage without our listeners. And with that, it's time for me to bring episode 196 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. It is you. Just go.
So what's this about a PSA you were talking about? Oh, Felicia? yeah. So um, friend of the show, Rena, asked me to talk about this Guardian article that said that um, a black woman marrying into the royal family in England is somehow beneficial for black women here in the U.S. Um, How? It's not. Okay. Yeah. So now if you're a black woman and you are finding joy and excitement in the royal wedding, fantastic. Please keep doing that. Uh, but this means nothing. And for many black women, and I've heard it on, uh, there's a great show called Keep It. Um, also, do you guys know what Keep It means? Keep it 100? No. no. So, no. so, so if, if, a, if a person of color tells you to keep it, uh, I actually got to use this today for reals. It's a bad thing. It means you need to shut the fuck up. So like, it's keep it to yourself. Uh, oh, basically. Okay. okay. Yeah. Makes Keep sense. it. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Rena and I were talking at this party and we were talking about this particular thing. We were getting really enthusiastic the way her and I talk. And this guy who was a friend of our friend, uh, and our friend had wandered off to flirt with a guy. And, uh, this guy literally sticks his head between ours as we were talking about the podcast called Keep It. And he's like, what? And I go, keep it. And <laughs> Rena goes, keep it. And he stands up and walks away because he got it that we weren't like it. So if somebody tells you keep it, it means keep it to yourself. So uh, there's this Guardian article that comes out that says that somehow this is going to be influential for black women in the workplace. And the, the royal wedding is going to be influential for black women empowering for black you know what no oh my uh, god am i so happy i didn't fucking bring that up at all this episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, so, that's my level of care <laughs> uh no it doesn't impact black women at all uh if there are black women who enjoy it and you're finding joy in it great that's fine but let us let, this is not this is not a huge step forward for black women this is not a big deal uh rena asked me to talk about this I have I've heard it in other black led uh, media. So, no, the royal wedding isn't some game changing massive thing. It's neat. Uh, yeah, we have a black princess. That's nice. That's nice. Um, but my PSA is uh, don't go asking black women what they think about the royal wedding. Just don't. <laughs> Let's not. I, well, I like, that idea never crossed my mind. Yeah, right? no. <laughs> apparently, you reach a certain level of wokeness where you're like, oh, ah, wow, that's a thing. And apparently, it's a thing. Uh, this whole <laughs> Guardian article was about how this is, it was not written by a black woman. Oh, y'all must be so proud mm, that one of yeah, y'all gets to this, make it into the. Look at oh, thing this is. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, Meghan Markle was what is the, is in the one percent okay she was like she was raised with a silver fucking spoon she met harry yep. on a blind date you think that's gonna happen to me you think that's gonna happen to me i'm a white bitch that's not happening like <laughs> mm -mm. that's no, fine it's no like, and i'm, I'm like, and i'm i'm, I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry but i don't feel threatened like i'm not like threatened as a white woman yeah. that a black woman is gonna nah, no, no. <laughs> no i'm sorry but prince harry does not that wasn't a blind date it might have been to her to him yeah probably not to, her. not to him 
Yeah. Um, and I, you know what? I think they do love each other. I think that the royal family gets to marry for love now too. I do. Uh, within limits, obviously. But yeah, you know what? Good for them. Great. It's a wedding. I don't. I don't know. It was pretty. I just don't care. I mean, that's that's pretty. A... I looked at the dress. I'm not gonna lie. I I looked at the dress. I wanted to see it. I like pretty dresses. I like pretty dresses and pretty veils. Weddings are pretty, <laughs> damn it. And their dress was pretty. It wasn't my favorite. It was pretty. Their veil was really pretty. I liked her tiara. That's the I didn't I've catch got. enough of that's, it. I... <laughs> that's my investment. Gotta... <laughs> that's this is a pretty tiara. You gotta... But there's people that like got up at like early fucking early as fuck in the morning to mm -hmm. watch this stuff, and it's like, you know what? If that's what you're geek geeking out about, I'm not sure. gonna be the one yeah, to judge. Yeah, good. But don't I, don't I, try I, to fucking. I hate the concept of royalty, though. So... I just wish people would not try to, and this is going to be using the rights term, like turn it into an identity politics kind of thing. It's like mm. you don't need to bring up Meghan Markle has fucking. Uh, mixed heritage, or actually, she's black. She's Let's black. Just put it that way. In yeah. America, she's black. In England, yeah. she's black. There's a cut. There's a really funny like college humor video where they're talking about uh, a race tribunal. I don't know if you ever. I think I sent that to the group where it's the Asian tribunal. Like, well, my grandma's like is Korean, so uh, am I allowed to talk about this kind of food? And they're like, well, no, I don't think you have enough in you that you could talk about this, but you actually, can say this, that, and the other thing. And it's really funny, and so it switches after this long fucking diatribe that goes off about mm -hmm. this one guy's ancestry. It goes to the uh, the black <laughs> the black tribunal, and it goes, my my uh, my grandma's black, and they're like, you're black. <laughs> you're black in America, but that's not that's it's not that cut and dry. I'm sorry. Um, no, so, no, it was just it was a meant to right. be just played for humor. It's just yes, all I, funny. I know, but <laughs> for I think for a lot of white people, this is missed on us. So. Um, Rena's black. Mm -hmm. She's she's mixed race. She's she her mother is white. Um, but the, in America that doesn't matter because Obama's mother is white, but he's still black, and uh, that's fine. I'm not necessarily criticizing that as an idea. I, I don't I don't feel like that's my place. Uh, that identity. But the thing is that Rena wasn't raised with her father in the picture, mm -hmm. and so her black identity is different and and she's just now cultivating it but she's lived the experience of being black she has lived that experience the discrimination yeah. i mean as a child as a child she was excluded from a birthday party and and yet she and yet there are black people who see her as less black even though she has to live that experience but is excluded from the identity and this is a real thing, and she's not melanated enough, apparently. And it sounds like black turfs. I mean, just to use a, a basic term there, where it's like we're mm -hmm. we're not going. You're you're not because we we don't think so. You Look, know, we're like, pro black yeah. on this show. Doesn't mean that we think black people are perfect. No, there's oh, God. Jesse Lee Peterson is fucking example number yeah. one. Yeah. Like, there is <laughs> like, and there are, you know, Mike Tyson. Uh, Bill Cosby. <laughs> yes. No, there are shit black people and there are problems within the black community where you're just not black enough. Uh, black nerds. Blurred, apparently. Blurred. Uh, yeah. <laughs> are, are ostracized because they don't 
quote unquote fit black culture because they enjoy fantasy. Here, here, here's a fantasy book that is written by a black woman who the, n almost none of the main characters are white. And like, but there are white characters, but like, no, it's, ah, oh, but like, the main characters aren't. In fact, the majority of people in this world are not white. And you want to know what? As a white person reading this, didn't give a shit. Didn't give a shit. But, but the thing is that <laughs> black nerds get a lot of hate. I've gone out with guys who are like, I've gone out with guys who are like, I don't watch Game of Thrones because that shit's for nerds. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I I've said to them, and I have the privilege of being a pretty white woman. So I'm like, I'm a nerd. And they're like, eh. But like, <laughs> like there, there are issues in every culture, and there is issues within colorism. It's called colorism within mm -hmm. people, non-white, uh, scaling your difficulties because there, and there are certain privileges that go in, go with being lighter skinned. But the thing is that they will never achieve whiteness, and therefore they are still a part of the black. Experience, and I'm talking about this in the abstract because I don't live it, I don't know it, but I'm just hoping to impart some idea of an experience to a white audience. That's all I'm doing. Because a lot of us, a lot of the folks here in Utah, are not exposed to that culture. That's yeah, the thing. and it, and oh, I just love your hair. Can I touch it? And it's like, no, yeah. no, keep it. That is <laughs> keep it exactly. <laughs> That yes, just exactly. Mm -hmm. 